Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Evolvepreneur After Hours Show. I'm your host, Michelle McDonald. My mission is to help entrepreneurs make a difference and navigate the messy world of startups or relaunch, commonly called a pivot. Join us today as we dig deep with our guests to get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. Today's topic is the best content comes from a great atmosphere with my special guest, Magnus Carter, who started in the workforce from the young age of 12 years old. Magnus was always taught that a man that works hard can achieve anything in life. So by the age of 21, he was working at a diner in New York City where he started to notice all of the people that came in and out of the diner were wearing nice clothes, jewelry, fancy cars, and had a family. As time progressed, he was curious and asked the gentleman how he could afford all of these things. The information contained in that conversation sparked a fire in Magnus's soul and forever changed his outlook on life. He learned that making money wasn't the only thing that he needed to do, but using money he already had to make money as well. After learning that his passion for making a brighter future was way beyond anything he had ever dreamed. During his journey, he has made many mistakes and learned many new skills. Magnus, welcome, welcome. Well, Michelle, thank you for having me on the show. It is our pleasure. And I, I love the information shared in that biography. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall during that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first, the conversation went pretty much how you expected, uh, more or less get away. I have stuff to do. and But over time, talking with that person, uh, I formed the bond and he actually became a mentor of mine. And, we, you know, after little things here and there, just talking with him, uh, the lessons I learned from working in that diner and uh, talking with him and talking to some of his uh, uh, friends as well um, and peers, I, I learned so, so much that so much more during those conversations that I did in high school and in grade school. It's so true. I think that kind of emphasizes the value of mentorship. You know, we often don't feel as though we can truly learn from those who have come before us, but there's so much wisdom trapped in them. And it's amazing that you were at a stage where you were open and willing to learn and, and understand and view the world differently for you to be able to get the message from him. Yes, that... Uh... In that time, in that time period, living in New York City and trying to hustle and bustle and the grind, the three, four jobs, the apartment that's way overpriced, eating like not even the dollar menu things off of McDonald's because there is no dollar menu in, McDonald's, in New York City. <laughs> so I learned quickly. It's like there's got to be a better way. And where the diner was and talking with everybody and what I saw, it's like. It, like you said before, as I wrote and written down is there's got to be more ways to make a better future and talking with that and figuring out, hey, 
you know, money is not only supposed to be used as a tool, but it's also a tool to make more money. Absolutely true. I think that's a great reminder that we can start where we are with what we have. We often feel as though we must have like this huge amount of capital or have something extremely pivotal to be able to actually make a change, but we can start today. You're right. The small changes, uh, a lot of people that I've talked to throughout the years, uh, the small consistent changes make the greatest uh, strides. It's those old kung, uh, old kung fu show proverbs that actually they hold true. And what the older generations and the older folks have, have found is it works. But us as younger, the younger generation and not experienced and think there's so many other better ways out there, tend not to listen to later on in life. Yeah, I think that's when they get to like their 30s and their 40s and they're like, ooh, wish I had known this. Wish I had stopped to kind of think about that, look at it a bit differently. But, you know, they get kind of caught up in their their generation and trends and patterns and sometimes just trying to be bigger and better without having like that passion and purpose behind it so that it can be sustainable and be even bigger than themselves, um, similar to what you had noticed at that time, that that what you were doing is beyond what you could have ever dreamed. Absolutely. And I found out when I surrounded my, when I had friends in my inner circle, wasn't on the same wavelength. They often questioned, they often put me down. It's like, well, why are you doing this? You should be doing this with us. And I did that for a while because of their peer pressure. But looking back, uh, I have also missed quite a bit of investments like that. I miss Google. I miss Bitcoin. Oh. I miss Frugal. I miss yeah. when Frugal was actually before Google and Google bought them out for a substantial uh, profit. And I miss all that stuff. I miss Facebook uh, when it, before it became IPO. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I missed a lot of things because people were telling me, it's like, you shouldn't be investing this and you shouldn't be investing that. And I look back, it's like, those were expensive uh, lessons I learned. I think the most important takeaway from that is you being able to be transparent about that. And it will kind of bring a cue into our audience, you know, to think about uh, listening to that voice inside of your head, because sometimes we know what we really want to do, but as you say that there's peer pressure and it's an understanding that it's okay to take that risk. It's okay to take that, that leap and, and follow the vision that you have. You're actually, you're very, very much right. Right. Michelle. Uh, because I found out that little voice is there for a reason. <laughs> no matter if we make a choice to follow it, not follow it or do nothing, it's still a choice. And, we got to take accountability for the choices that we do make or don't make. Yeah, exactly. And more importantly, remembering the ones that we didn't make and keeping those in mind as kind of, you know, fuel to the fire to keep us focused on where we're going and what we're doing. You're uh, yes. Uh, even when, when we get hit those roadblocks, I found through, through my journey and whatnot, I learned more from my failures and did better because I failed instead of trying to stop it and trying to prolong the failure. So when things are going okay and you're in that comfort zone, you're, of course you're doing all right, but you're not really growing and you're not really challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very good point that challenging ourselves 
isn't necessarily something that's bad because we often think that a challenge equals an obstacle equals negative. But in reality, it pushes us to go beyond our perceived limits. And sometimes we surprise ourselves with how we turn out on the other end of this perceived challenge. Absolutely. And when we have challenges like that, when we have that one person in our lives that challenges us, to that competitive person that's like, oh, I did better than you on this. And, you know, but you've reached uh, another um, a goal and something else. You sh- you're getting better. You're, you're constantly bettering yourself with it. Uh, not in so much. It's it can be hard if you take it negatively to do that. Mm-hmm. And you take those defeats very harshly and you just stay there because, oh, it's more or less the poor pity me thing going on. And so it was like, okay, I, I messed up. I didn't do this right. I didn't do that. Right. We make mistakes. We're human. Mm -hmm. But as long as we don't make that same mistake again, it's a good thing. Yeah. means we're learning, we're growing, getting beyond that comfort zone. That feels extra cozy sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So it's something very important to keep in mind. In connection with our topic, content is something that is essential for all businesses when it comes to gaining leads, engaging with clients, and staying relevant on social media. What is the key to creating the best content to match your vision? Listen to what the customer wants. Mm. Fix whatever is broken in their lives, not in your own life, Mm -hmm. making sure that your your resolutions fit fit their means because if you hit a, a very small group okay you fit okay you fix that little small group's problems and get leads and whatnot to help generate business for that client or your own business which is okay but we're always expanding we got to think wider outside of the box other ways to do it and you know it's good to have a game plan but Sometimes that game plan is just a, um, a starting point, but it's not your ending point. I think that's a very good point that you mentioned about thinking wider outside of the box. Often when we start up as entrepreneurs, we're very excited. There's a lot of energy and we can think about the first year, right? We have that down pack. We're like, we're going to make a profit, X amount of clients, product services. But when we're asked to think about five years, 10 years, 15 years, we're just like, whoa, what is that? Like, I I don't know. I don't know. And so we kind of lose that in regard to being able to um, expand. And sometimes we we create our own roadblock. You're right. Those roadblocks do come at inopportune times. Well, look at what happened the last couple of years. Everybody was going on track and we're all in this giant rat race and then Boom, we were stopped. <laughs> we were stopped head on. Dead, head on and nobody's moving anywhere. But now, now that we're actually starting to move again or allowed to move a little bit in these things, it's now you got to start from scratch. It's a whole new world out there. And mm-hmm. we can treat everything that we did before now because so many there are so many changes that were never anticipated or even could could possibly been planned out it's you gotta have that whole new different dynamic as we said before it's changing and 
that thinking outside the box now compared to then is maybe it's not five years now. Maybe it's the next 18 months. Maybe it's 24 Ooh. months. Mm-hmm. Uh, break it down into small stages like that. As soon as you get to your six month mark before your goal is okay. Now we're gonna we're gonna add on twelve months, so or another six months, depending on how volatile your market is. We we got to take accountability for that with the strategy and definitely include the people in the company if there's multiple people there in the decision making process. Because- Absolutely, I, I really appreciated what you stated because. A lot of persons are a lot more sensitive to the market uh, when it came to this particular pandemic. So if you were connected to tourism and travel in a big way, you had to learn very quickly how to adjust. And there were businesses that actually did scale up during the pandemic. And that's because they were forced to think outside of the box. And at times they even pivoted by just changing their perspective and getting a head start beyond their competitors. Absolutely. Pivoting, uh, especially pivoting now. It's like, okay, you're in a straight line when we're doing business, but okay, well, what goes with that business? A lot of people miss that and it's like someone else picks up the slack. That's your customer now. Not only do they have the item that you're you're doing, but they're also adding on to that, the add-ons. So pivoting is and uh, expansion you know if you're not doing that or, or growing with your market you're just stagnant and slowly declining eventually because you're not fulfilling what your customers want exactly you know at the end of the day change is inevitable and so you have to either grow with it or you'll find your, yourself um sometimes even in regression you know um and having to learn very quickly to change Oh, I, I can agree with that, especially um, I'm focusing more on my book market right now. And people are buying a lot of books because mm-hmm. it's one of the things I didn't think I would ever see myself doing, especially in the investing. But I was able to take my knowledge that my mentors gave me and actually put it down and make a product out of it and sell it to the people that don't have that knowledge. And now they're taking that knowledge and applying it. So it's actually growing the economy and helping other people, which it helps me, it helps them, and it helps pretty much anybody out there um, to keep, well, one, inflation down and two, people working. (laughs) Very true. And yes, you have two financial books among the others that you do have. So we have Making More Money for You, Mutual Fund Investing on a Budget for Beginners. Very important. There are many beginners out there. (laughs) And also Making More Money for You, decrypting cryptocurrency riding the data path to financial freedom that one's a biggie it's a biggie it it is it is a i have from it being released not even a year ago almost almost a year already and the market's changing so much i'm actually working on a secondary book for that because the technology with technology one not going on i have to keep doing that to keep the information out there up and relevant and current. So it, it works out wonderfully. And that first book we taught that you mentioned is that book is actually rated for everybody. 18 to 65 was my testing subject. Actually, when I first did that book, I had in mind a single family person that was mm-hmm. just starting out with their real with their first job. And it it expanded. 
some somehow some college kids got it and some high school kids got it and it, it just blew up from there the see when they, it was being thought of outside of the box i'm like well okay that person got it they liked it i because i had the research to see who left the review on it mm-hmm. it's like okay i'm gonna do a test group with this this group of people and then it came to the late bloomers the 60 70 plus people and they're reading it it's like when we start focusing on that we have a universal solution that fixes a lot of problems you know the sky's the limit and with great content that come that comes with it that everybody can understand and implement they're going to look back to you and for more so so true and, and that way you can gain clients keep clients very important um, have that referral going on so how exactly can we create this great atmosphere to keep our content relevant for our audience as we scale? As we scale and the creation of it is involve people, involve people that you keep looking at or where you think you want to go. If you think you want to go there, test it out, uh, talk to people, get, look at, uh, I, I don't want to sound creepy or anything but any about any of this, but do some research on the people, where they're going, where they're hanging out, who they're talking to, what kind of even get down to the fact of if it if you're doing like sales or a merchandise you have, find out what your competitors are doing to get in, get those people to buy and just do it better than them. Honestly, think, think outside of the box. Well, okay, well, this company's doing X, Y, and Z. It's doing okay, but it's missing this, this, and this. So add those items into what X, Y, and Z are doing, and you have a better product. Mm-hmm. Your content is also getting created better. Uh, your expansion, you're expanding. You're gaining more of an audience now. Now you're becoming an authority on everything. Mm-hmm. So once once you start getting into the authority figure status or the brand to go to, they're not going to go to the competition. They're going to look exactly at your stuff first. And if you're not seeing or selling and losing sales to it find out why okay i seen you were on this website i seen you looked at this and you had inquiries about it what just a simple question what made you buy the other brand yeah yeah showing that level of vulnerability can actually be very good for your brand you you could just be missing out on something so simple that needs to change absolutely the smallest de- the old adage was the devil's in the detail but you get that little detail in there, the whole game changes. Yeah, very good point. And I really like how you mentioned being an authority, being the go-to brand, because we don't think about that as a selling point. Sometimes we're just providing a product and a, and a service and we're like, we're doing great, business is going. But we don't think about developing the brand something that truly stands out and people instantly connect with it and they're like, I want you. I'm, I'm just going to work with you. That's what we should aim for. No level of mediocrity. That is what the game changer is. Absolutely. Uh, and if there isn't a market for it, okay, there's no market. You don't see anything, anybody else doing it. Create the market. Mm-hmm. Be bold enough to go explore it. Create it. Do something off the wall. If it fails, okay, don't do that anymore. Try another thing. Try something else. Uh, okay, got some 
action or review on this here, but it didn't do so well. Okay, well, we're going to try adding this, try adding that. Um, you know, there's no right or wrong reason here. It's just, can I do it better? How can I do it better? What makes it better? How long does it take it to make it better? How long do I have to keep doing this until I say I had enough of it and try something else? Yeah, staying hungry for it, for that goal, keeping it constant. And the amazing thing is we can do all of this with great content. Absolutely. Uh, without great, without the content value of everything, you're just a name and, and a face that people don't. It's like, okay, who are you? What do you do? Why am I here? But you put all three of those things together. Now you have a brand. Now you're starting a brand. Okay, I'm well. loving these points because it's really driving home the fact that we should stay away from just like posting flyers about sales and, you know, prices and discounts and, you know, things that, that don't make you stand out. It, it doesn't make you memorable. And so having this conversation, being able to provide to the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs within our audience that it's the things that make you unique that you should be sharing, but most importantly, that connects with your customer, constantly keeping that human side to all of this. Exactly. And a lot of this stems back to the older days, generations before. They That's what they want. They You have to go after the people that have the money. <laughs> Honestly, uh, it's, you know, it's very um, tacky to say that, but they're the ones that are paying paying for it. Mm -hmm. I, I remember a couple times where uh, I was actually in a store buying something. Okay. I walked out of the store because they couldn't get off their phone. <laughs> and they own the store. So I'm like, and I really needed something out of that store. And I'm, I'm like, all right, I just, I ordered it online. I'm like, if I didn't want that human interaction, I wouldn't have went to that store to begin with. Because... Mm -hmm. The people that are running these stores or these businesses are supposed to be the subject matter experts. Mm -hmm. And the reason I went to them is because I have questions about it. And if I'm not getting that question answered, even though Google's, you know, glued to our hands night and day, 24 seven, it's still nice to hear something outside of Google and actually someone that may actually use the product. So true. And, you know, it's sad that they missed out on that opportunity uh, because they had, they had a, a client right there, a target market, walking in and unfortunately walking out. They missed the mark. Exactly. Uh, I remember the old department stores, the mall days, where you actually did that. And they were they were like, in 10 seconds, they were saying hello to you. Hi, how are you doing? What do you need? That's missing nowadays. Now everybody's like, well, I need this, this, and this. And out the door they go. Or it's self-checkout. It's like, I'll grab this and I'll check this out and I'll go. It's nice to have those features, but you're missing Like we we're talking about, is you're missing a whole, a whole, um, a whole clientele there. Mm -hmm. And it's only if you remember what it is that you wanted to experience mm -hmm. from a particular brand, putting that into play, you would connect with so many more people, and and giving them the difference between clicking it on Amazon. Right. online and and walking in for an experience that's the difference now see that's where apple actually gets it they want to cre they create that experience when you walk in 
it's like all this fancy space age stuff and you have all these smart people hanging around or certified people hanging around apple store that's where one reason why they're doing so well is because they have the people to do it they're making it their mission it's like okay what can i get you to buy okay you have this you have this you have this okay well what about this item over here and the add-ons we 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 miss the add-ons when we sell something it's like okay well I have this, but I didn't go into that. And a lot of businesses, a lot of department stores have that. Uh, but as us as entrepreneurs, we're selling, we're so fixated in selling one thing. Mm-hmm. We keep, we keep missing. We miss the mark. We're hitting our, we're hitting our target mark. Don't get me wrong, but we're missing the bigger picture. Yes. So I can get you this class or yes, I can do that class for you. But what else in that class can I offer you that, you would need on top of this to make you successful. Absolutely true. Those are some very, very good points. Thank you for sharing those. We will know to keep in mind to not have tunnel vision as entrepreneurs, always see the bigger picture. And even at times just place ourselves in the space of our clients and it can give us that constant why to keep us focused on the goal and, and delivering something that is unique every time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that one person is a person. They're not part of a digital whatever clan or however it's classified these days, but that person wants to be treated as a person. And it's good to do that. Even if it does take, if it's an online business, answering the emails personally and not sending out a form even though that's very tedious. It's like the robot forms, uh, my online stuff for my television subscriptions. I make sure that I or someone else on my staff sends out a thank you letter for everything. Uh, I'm definitely keeping them up to date with newsletters and, and whatnot, but they're not form newsletters. They're actually tailored to the person. So I actually take the extra, the boutique experience, if you will. It's a little bit more bougie, but you'll get better returns on it. Yeah, that's commendable that you you do so much for your clients, really seeing them and they can tell from the newsletters and just the overall customer service that they receive from you that you have customized it specifically for them. And that's going to constantly keep them coming back. Because it's like, how often can you find that? It's very rare, especially this day and age and people buying all around the world. Uh, I also do that with the radio show is the guests and whatnot that I do have on, just like you have your podcast and whatnot. I make sure that anybody that listens to it will get something out of it. Even if it's like a five minute, 10 minute blurb out of the whole hour, hour or so conversation is that five or 10 minute information that they really needed to get where they needed to go. They're going to come back for more. Or they're going to check back for more in case they ha- there's another issue to see if I have it fixed, if I have a fix for it, instead of going somewhere else. Excellent. Hey, and that is what will keep them coming back to you. Absolutely. <laughs> Magnus, you have shared so much with us, especially when it comes to finances. We have to know how can we get a copy of both of your finance books, especially the one that was made for all generations. 
Oh, okay. They are both on Amazon. And honestly, because of the holidays and whatnot, I actually lowered the price of it because one, the New Year's coming around, and one of everybody's resolutions is to get better control of finances. Uh, they are, I believe they're both $14 and $17.99, and they're listed on Amazon on paperback, hardcover, and ebook. Plus, if you do not have the time to read the book, there's an audio version of the books that they can listen to on your rides. Nice. And you know, a lot of people are really into audiobooks these days, so that's a good option to have. And of course, how can we connect with you to make our business legendary? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you can reach me at mcarter at legendaryproductsandservices.com and it's spelled out. Huge thing. I'm working on a smaller one. Uh, I have my Facebook group, Making More Money For You. I also have the radio show on Voice America, Making More Money For You. Uh, the whole Making More Money For You brand is expanding. So the books are there. The There's a the Facebook group. Uh, there's also the radio show. And I'm on Twitter as Magnus Carter 10, M Carter 10. Nice. That handle should be easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all of that. You have provided insight into creating the best content to match our business. Extremely important. Reminding us that it is about providing an overall experience for our clients. Remembering that each customer is a person and always aiming to be that go-to brand with our content. You have certainly given us a lot to think about. Thank you for being a part of another awesome guest episode of the Evolvepreneur After Hours show. Before you go, if you like this episode, we'd be very grateful for a five-star review and consider recommending the show to a friend or two. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at evolvepreneursecrets.show right now. Until next time, and if you are an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great idea today. <laughs>